Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to Hollywood and Levine. Yes, welcome. I am Ken Levine, your podcast moderator. This is part two of my interview with Keith Sutton. And if you missed part one, after you listen to this one, go back and listen to that one. Last week, we talked a lot about his sitcom writing career. He spent many years with me on Cheers. He also created a show for Bob Newhart. He did the U.S. version of the British hit Coupling. We also talked last week about his feature career and doing a movie for Robert De Niro. And this week, we're going to turn to drama He became a one-hour writer and spent some time on Boston Legal, also a very underappreciated show called Terriers. And we're going to talk about a very serious health scare that he had and his fight back from that. And then we're going to make another transition because he became a mystery novelist. And at one point, he collaborated with Janet Ivanovich, of all people. We are going to talk about that. We'll talk about his writing process, also some advice for young writers. Thief Sutton, part two, coming up right now. Hollywood and the Vine. Another transition. You went from TV comedy writing to one-hour drama writing. You worked on Boston Legal, the David Kelly show. How did you make that transition? I um I I'd done a couple of one-hour pilots, and uh, uh, but but I met with David, and I I feeling that 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 at the time he had wanted to bring in comedy writers to the show because he wanted a comedy, and he wanted comedy in the show. So okay. there was Janet Leigh and uh, Lawrence. Brock and um, and a number of about three or four of us who were comedy writers, and then the rest of the writers were ex lawyers or drama writers. And but the, but then when he when he did that, he didn't he didn't assign the stories with any knowledge of that. Like you'd get I'd you'd I'd, I'd get a death penalty story, and the the lawyer would get a, the funny story. I mean, either he forgot or he just felt that you could cross pollinate and it would be a one. Was experience. it difficult to write? Was it difficult to make that transition? I did not find it so. I, I did not find it so. I, I I basically feel that when you're writing a scene, um, it's about what the characters want from each other and all that. So it really isn't that different when you're writing a scene, whether you're writing a scene for a comedy, whether you're writing a scene for a drama, whether you're writing a scene for a novel. It really isn't that different. It's still the same thing. You're still trying to, you know, one person is trying to get something from another person and all that. And 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 to be honest, and I, 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 drama writers hate it when I say this, writing drama is way easier. <laughs> because, you know, I, I used to realize that that, you you get to the end of the scene. You get to the end of the scene where he says, uh, "Well, uh, he's been arrested," and then you don't have to do a joke. You don't have to do a blow. <laughs> what we call a blow at the end of a scene. Right. You know, was, in, a, in a comedy, every time you do you have the the one serious line, you have to do the funny line. You have to do the funny line, and it has to be funnier than any of the other lines, so that you can get you out of there. And I thought, I, I, for a while, I was I was still doing it, and then I realized I didn't have to. And then I thought, my God, I just saved about five hours out of every day. <laughs> it was wonderful. It was wonderful. And and as Steve Moffat has said too, when when because he transitioned from from writing comedy, writing coupling to writing 
Sherlock, and he said, you know, when, if, you're a, if you're a drama writer and you do one joke every three pages, people think you're a hilarious wit. <laughs> but if you're, if you're a comedy writer and you have one joke every three pages, people think, what the fuck, this guy just isn't trying, you know. <laughs> uh, you have to do three jokes a page, you know. Right. So, so I, I felt it was, it was, it was, it was easier. And, uh, yeah, 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 it was fun, it was fun. It was you know, great. it sounds like, you know, you've had a storied career... But then, what happened eleven years ago? Well, I it was I was out there. It was it was it was when I was on Boston Legal. Um, I uh, uh, it was Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. I went to uh, see music and lyrics with Hugh Grant and uh, Drew Barrymore with my wife. We went out to dinner, and I went to bed. And then, as far as I was concerned, I woke up three days later having had brain surgery because I had an aneurysm. Um, for my wife's side of the of the story, I uh, I she couldn't wake me up the next morning. I was coughing up blood. I was swearing. She called the paramedics. They couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. I you know they took me to the hospital. I was basically dying. My lungs were shutting down. Everything was my it was, I was going. They didn't know what was wrong with me. As a matter of fact, supposedly they they asked me, um, "Have you been exposed to any toxins at work?" And supposedly I said, no, just James Spader. Um, <laughs> One of the great stories ever. <laughs> because he was a bit of a handful. Um, but, uh, uh, but then they figured out somehow what it was. I think they put me through an MRI or whatever. They figured out I had a brain aneurysm. They opened my skull. They operated on me. While they were operating on me, the aneurysm burst. So, I mean, it was that close. I mean, it was was 25% of people who have what I have, what I had, live through it. Wow. Yeah. So, then I I woke up, and I I, I imagine I'd I'd woken up a number of times and asked what happened. But but one time it finally took, (laughs) (laughs) and I asked what happened. And and I knew that something had gone wrong. And it wasn't like I I suddenly woke up in the the hospital bed and thought, why am I here? I knew that that something had happened. Um, But then, and I had a brain aneurysm. My, My right side was pretty much useless. My left eye was closed. I could talk. Um, and I could think, you know, I was a little slow, but I could, I could, I could think. And I, I just, I felt like I was going to get better. I felt like I was going to get better, but it was going to be a long, it was a long haul. I mean, I had to learn to walk again. How how long, uh, recovery period was that? Uh, Well, I mean, it kind of depends. I mean, I, for, it, it, it was at least, it was at least three months, uh, before I could, you know, Walk, go to the bathroom, <laughs> drive, you know, all these things that you don't even take for, you know, you just take for granted, you know. Right. Uh, my left eye. Do a rewrite on the fan. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. But I, but I did, you know, I was on Boston Legal and, 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 and it happened right at the hiatus. <laughs> so I was able to take a couple of months off and then I went back to work and, cause they had me back, which they didn't have to. That was very nice of them. Um, and, but I probably went back too soon. But I just wanted to prove that I could do it. And then, um, uh, th- th- I think that then then shortly after that there was the writer strike. So there was another time for <laughs> recovery. <laughs> at which point, uh, when I and I and I wrote because I my my fear was that okay I, I can think, 
and I can put words together and I can, and I have some holes in my memory, but I basically can remember. But what if the part of my brain that is funny or what if the part of my brain that could come up with stories has been affected? How do you know? Right. Um, so I, you know, I just wrote like crazy and, um, uh, I'm, I think I think I, I think I wrote some of my best stuff, and then since then I've been. I mean, I don't want to say that I've I, I you know wake up every morning and I'm thrilled to be alive mm-hmm. and I value each mm-hmm. day. Not really, no. But 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 I still I think I do push myself harder to, to accomplish more and do that because you know this last eleven years have really been a a gift. You know, they really. I mean, I, I might not have had them. I might, I might not actually. I, I might not have them. I, I might be in. I might, this might be the last moments of my death, and I'm. I've just imagined these eleven years. I don't know. <laughs> you might just be a figment of my imagination, like occurrence yeah. at Owl Creek Bridge. This is actually lost. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. This is Saint Elsewhere. <laughs> Your version of Saint yes, Elsewhere. Yes. Yes. I don't remember but, the year, but you were doing television, and all of a sudden you came in with a published novel. Which yeah, was yeah, really good. Yeah. What year was that? And again, uh, talk about that transition. <laughs> How well, you went I, from TV I, writing I, to writing novels. I, oh God, it was probably nineteen ninety something. I don't know. Um, I I just again, I I just want to do as many things as I can do to keep my interest going. To keep my you know, you, you say you have to reinvent yourself. Well, you do, I guess, but also, I mean, I just, I just want to do as much as I can do. I mean, you, you did it too. I mean, with your going into baseball and also you, right. you did, you did things that weren't involving writing. Everything I've done is involved writing. Okay. But different kinds of writing. And so, yeah, I wanted to write a novel and I wrote it and, and it was an interesting experience, but, but it wasn't until about five or six years ago that I really started taking that novel writing very, very seriously. And I've written like five novels since, well, and, and two with Janet Ivanovich too. So um, I've written like six novels in the past five years, you know. And they're mystery novels. They're mystery Have novels. Have you always been a, a fan of mystery novels? Yeah, well, I mean, when I was a kid, the, the, the books I used to read, you know, were, you know, Raymond Chandler, uh, uh, Dashiell Hammett, Travis McGee, uh, John New McDonald books. I mean, I just love those books. I just love those books. And it, along with also uh, um, um, horror fiction like Richard Matheson and Robert Block. Um, but I, I, in the back of my mind, I always loved that kind of writing and, and, and wanted to do that kind of writing. And, and you know, screenplays I've written have been thrillers and all that. So... Um, so when I and 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 I tried to write a few books that were kind of like straddling genres that was like sort of a romance and sort of a thriller and sort of a this and sort of a that and so uh, a couple of years ago I I wanted to say no let's just write one this an absolute genre book that's just a hard boiled you know detective mystery crime novel you know so I wrote Crush and I've written three books in that series. Um, uh, Crush, Heart Attack, and Vine, and and uh, Colorado Boulevard, and uh, I just love it. I mean, it's just it's just great fun. It's just great fun. I can't tell you how wonderful it is to to. I I, I am I am 
I, I guess I'm kind of unusual in that I really like writing. I mean, I really enjoy... Do you write every day? Do you write at a I certain every time day. every day? I, no, I write all day. I write whenever I can. I just write. And, I mean, I, I there are some aspects of writing that I like more than others. Um, coming up with stories is kind of hard for me. Uh-huh. But but once I have the story and the outline in and I'm, and I'm writing the scenes and I'm writing, you know, this, the exchange between the characters and the what goes on, I just... I just love it. I mean, it, time goes away, and I'm just in another zone, and and I just love it. And when you when you're writing a novel, and and that's all you're doing, which I was able to do for about two or three years because I was because I was doing it with Janet Ivanovich, and she she was paying me. <laughs> um, uh, um, I could, uh, I, you know, you just you just get into the flow of it, and you're just writing all the time, and just everything is, seems to feed it, and all that. And it's a it's a it's a wild, wonderful experience. But it it gets, um, you know, the, do I miss writing with other writers? Do I miss the room? Yeah, absolutely, you? absolutely. Yes, I mean, there are times when you're when you're there and you're you're writing, and you you can't figure out what to do next, and there's nobody to turn to. Well, so what, what, what do you think? And but on the other hand, you don't have to persuade anybody that, that your way is the right way because you're the only one there. So it, I, I like I like doing both. I like doing both. But um, it is um, it is a, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great experience. And and also, I mean, I, I, I in working in screenplays when I worked as a screenwriter, you have you can have boxes and boxes of drafts of movies of you know. That, that never got made, you know, just, you know, you get 20 <laughs> yeah. drafts. Yeah, I could show you some of them. That never yeah. got made. Yeah, I got a and, and, you, and you think, you know, what, and what, you, you're going to give that to somebody and say, hey, read this script I wrote five years ago that nobody made. Nobody mm. wants to read that, right? Right. But, you know, a book is a book. It's it's there. It exists. It's a real definite thing that's... that's Actors won't kill it. Actors won't kill it, and and if they and if they if somebody wants to make a movie of it, if somebody wants to make a movie of it, and you know, and they make a terrible movie of it, that's fine. They'll pay me something, and the book will still exist. Right. So I don't, I don't, I haven't had that happen yet. But um, uh, it's it's you know, they're they're finished things that you can point to and say. I I did this, and it has your name on it. You know that that's a thrill. Yeah. It's a thrill. Nothing yeah. like having a book out with your name on it. It's it's a wonderful experience, and you don't have to, you know. I mean, I, I, to try and pitch and convince somebody to to give you the money to make the movie to, to or do the pilot or all that sort of thing. It's just you, you get to go jump through so many hoops that it's. I mean, I, I like... It's liberating I, I to li- be able to just write what you want to yeah, write. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, I like production. I like I like uh, working with actors. I like working with directors. I like working with set designers, all that stuff. So I like being able to put on a show right. and all that. And and here, you you know, you, you, you have to do it all yourself. You have to do the costumes and the sets and all that stuff. You know, you have to do that all yourself. But... Um, but it's it's uh, it's it's a it's a very liberating very liberating thing. Very what liberating. was it like working with Janet Ivanovich? It's cool. It's cool. I mean, it, 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 you know, being having worked in television and having worked for you know, it's it's like writing an episode of Boston Legal. You had to write like David Kelly, or you know, writing an episode of. Uh, Cheers to a certain extent. You had to write like Glenn Lass and David Lloyd and you and everybody. You know, you, right. you, you, you get the voice of the show, you know, so you just had to write 
in the voice of of the of, of the writer. Did and, you meet uh, her a lot? Did you have uh, well you know, um, among, work out the stories among, with her? And among stuff? the the movies that I wrote that never got made were uh, I, I wrote uh, the first adaptation of her first mystery, One for the Money. Oh. Years and years, not the not the version that they made with Katherine Heigl. I have I had no nothing to do with that. <laughs> years, this is years and years ago. It went around the same time as the fan. I wrote the first adaptation of that, and she really liked the script. And so we remained friends. And then, of course, since then she, you know, went up in the stratosphere and makes you know twenty million dollars and you know, stuff. And 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 uh, and she was she was writing a series of books with a friend of mine, Lee Goldberg. And, uh, you know, I just wrote her and said, hey, you know, congratulations, that's great, and good luck on the books. And she said, you, do you want to do one? And I said, sure, you know, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, because the, the money is pretty good. It paid roughly what it pays to work at a show, you know. Um, and uh, so yeah. she didn't just uh, split the twenty million dollars with you. No, 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 okay. no, 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 and she uh-huh. did not. Um, <laughs> but but to, to give you an idea what it, what it was like, you know, I, I talked to her on the phone, and then she was going to be out here. She lives in Florida. She was going to be out here uh, meeting with her agents, at, you know, William Morris or whatever. Um, and she said, "Well, why don't you fly back to Florida with me, and we can talk about it?" I thought, "Oh, okay, that'd be nice." And I realized she met fly back in her private jet. <laughs> you didn't get a private jet as part of the deal. I didn't get a private jet oh, as man. part of the deal. Yeah, get no, and and uh, you know, yeah, we worked out the story uh, together, and um, and then I would write the first draft, and then she would fix it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, it was it was a cool experience, and it was it was very much like writing an episode of a show. I mean, I think she the reason she likes working with me and Lee is that that. You know, you both come from television. Yeah, and and and, and you, you know, she, do that. She, she's done she's done it with other novelists, and then she hands she gives them notes, and I think, what? Why are you changing this? way? You know, you learn so early on. You get the <laughs> shit beat out of you so early on. But I I, I thought I, I listened to your last podcast about the improv class, and I thought you know I never I never did improv class, but I did like the um, the change this. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Was that what it was called? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, um, New choice. New choice. New yeah. choice. Because a uh, lots of times the notes you get on the network are just that. They're new choice. Like, oh, why is she why is she so mad here? Well, she's mad because that's what anybody would be. I mean, of course you'd be mad at that. What are you crazy? And then and then you start to think to yourself, it's it's a it's a completely arbitrary note. And it doesn't make any sense, but what what what, what if she wasn't mad? Well, what if she didn't react with anger? That'd be an interesting choice. And so you just write it. There, there, there are other ways to write thing, scenes. Right. You, you, and I think as a, as a young writer, the real reason everybody digs in their heels about notes isn't just that the notes are stupid, although they often are, but also that they can't think of another way to do it. Yeah, you go down one road. You have to do it because that's the only way to do it. That that's what it is. It's it's written that way, and you learn very early on that there's always another choice. There's always another joke. There's always another 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 path you can take. And and often, not always. Often it's better. Often it's just different, and sometimes it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. Um, now, uh, are your novels heavily plotted beforehand, or are you one of these guys that you just have an idea, 
um, and and you just go, and you don't know who the actual murderer is until um, you get there. The, the, my, my first novels were very, very, very well plotted out. I basically wrote an outline. Then you were new to the job. Every, everything that I, that I did. I basically write a, a script, you know, a screenplay uh-huh. of it. And, um, and uh, since then, I kind of am kind of looser with it. Although, I, you know, I, I, I sort of know where I'm going, and I but I don't necessarily know how I'm going to get there. You know, I don't know how I'm going to get there, and 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 often I don't know who did it, and and if if it's, if it's a mystery, and I think that's actually good because if you if you know who did it all the way through, I think you telegraph as, you, as yeah, you're writing. Yeah, I think you're a telegraph. Yeah, because I think for the other um, side too. Yeah, you know, as a writer, if. If I don't know who did yeah. it, then yeah. then yeah. you yeah. can't. Oh yeah. well, yeah. All right. yeah. Clearly, you, it's going to be the you, butler. Yeah, yeah. But but then then you can go in and go back and fix. Can you make the butler the murderer I, anymore? Well, is, I, is it possible? Can, can you have a butler? Are, are you allowed <laughs> to make the butler I, the murderer? I, I don't know. I don't, does anybody have a butler anymore? That's what I want to <laughs> oh, know. We have three. But, <laughs> but it um it is. You know, uh, uh, I think the old doctor said it was like you know, the writing a, a a novel is like driving on a highway at night. You know, you can see what's in front of you when the headlights, and you know that there's a whole lot behind you, and you know there's a whole lot in front of you, but you you can only just see that part you're in. And I always thought that was very true. And I always thought also that that a half hour comedy, you know, pi- an episode of a half hour comedy, you can hold in your head. Pretty much the whole thing. Yeah, you can you can figure out what goes on. You know, even an hour one, you can kind of do that. Screenplays are tougher. They they're kind of you know they have the three act structure right. or whatever the hell that means. Mm-hmm. And and, and mm-hmm. usually and, like a great idea yeah. at the beginning, a great conclusion, and a mess what do middle. you do yeah. <laughs> yeah. for right. an right. hour and right. twenty minutes right. in right. the middle? Yeah, I, I just wrote a, I just wrote a wonderful script that was. 53 pages long. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, um, um, and, uh, um, but, but a novel, I mean, you, you can't hold it, you can't even begin to hold it in your head at once. You just have to, you have to go back and you have to refer to stuff and you have to, and, and it's, and it takes, at the, I, I can't imagine taking less than four months or six months to write a novel. I've heard, How long does it take you? I've heard that it that it that some novels we wrote it in a month or we wrote it in a week. I don't know whether that can be true. It 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 takes me about six months to write. It took I mean it, it took me several years to write my first novels, of course, sure. because no one was waiting for them. Yeah. Um, um, I did write one with Janet in in three months, but I hurt my head. It was it was it was very painful, um, um, and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, that 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 has to be all, all all that you're doing. But if if I mean, it, it would be nice if you could take a year to do it. Mm-hmm. Do you do a lot of rewriting? Do, I, you, do you do like draft after draft? Or? I don't do. I don't do. I, I rewrite as I go along. In other words, I, I'll I'll go back and rewrite it. So as I go along, and then. Oh man, I couldn't do that. If I did yeah. that, I mm. would be on the first thirty pages forever. <laughs> I, I'm one I of those guys. Am. I, I have to just am. 
right straight through, and I keep a pad of notes yeah. for, okay, when I go back, uh, address no, this. No, I have to address it right then. I have to do it then when I'm thinking of and do that. So, the, yeah, I'm always going back and always going back and going back. And, and of course, my, my beginnings always change because... That's the hardest part. I, 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 I've taken actually to when I'm writing scripts or writing novels, actually not starting at the beginning. Actually, Interesting. Actually picking a, picking a seat in the middle or, you know, two-thirds of the way through or, I, or a third of the way through that I know what it is and just I can, I can write that first. And then, then I go back and do the beginning because the beginning is so intimidating to me. I mean... You, know, you have to set up the world yeah, and these yeah, characters, yeah, and, yeah. and also you know with the with the, with this serious character, I'd never thought about it before. But you have you have uh, you know a, a, a character and and a, a few characters that are the regulars in the series character in the book. Well, you have to describe them in every book, but you can't describe them the same way, right? So how many ways can you write? He's Big and strong, and he has a bald head, and then this, that. You know, like, and you have readers who you yeah, know, follow yeah, it, yeah. and they're going like, okay, I, I know what he looks like. I, I, well, yeah, 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 I know what yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and uh, mind you, I, there, there are writers who, you know, I, I read these books with that in mind now, and there are writers that just do take the same description <laughs> and put it in. I thought, well, okay, I guess you could do that. But, but um, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very cool. It's very cool. And, um, I don't know. There, there, there is a great feeling when you when you come to the end of a book. You know, it's a it's a terrific feeling, and it, it kind of you kind of don't get that as much when you get to the end of the script because you just know that. I mean, when I finish a draft of of a script or a screenplay or a you know a Hallmark movie that I'm writing now. I, I I generally like wait a day before I turn it in because from the moment I turn it in, all I can do is think, oh fuck, the notes are going to be terrible. Oh, I have no idea. But within that brief period of time, when it's finished and I'm not working on it, but I haven't handed it in to anybody, I'm free. <laughs> That's great. Well, you did you did the audio book for yes, uh, yes. for one of your yes. books. Uh, talk about that. What, what was that experience like? It was great. It was great. It was wonderful. I, I always wanted to do it, and um, and uh, the, the 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 hardest thing about it was that I would at first when I was reading, I, I said, "Well, I can change stuff, right? I mean, I can, you know, if no. if if, <laughs> if, uh, if you know, because some of these lines are kind of clunky. I mean, to be honest, you know, and I could just rephrase. No, no, it has to be word for word exactly the same. Why? Well, because of whisper sync. What the hell is whisper sync? I guess when you go along and if you have a Kindle, you can listen to the book and read it and it'll highlight the words. Now, who would do that? I don't know who would do that. <laughs> who would read it and listen to it at the same time? <laughs> I, I listen to books when I'm driving, when I'm doing stuff, and when I'm reading, I read. But anyway, okay. I asked but, the same question <laughs> when I did my but, book but you had and to got do the it, same you answer. You had to do it exactly as written. So that that was that was kind of odd. And, and, and it did make me re- realize also that when you write a book, if you had the time and if you and if you could have a victim, you ought you really ought to read it aloud. You really ought to read it aloud because then you can tell when those lines are kind of clunky or when you, know, you repeated a word a bunch of times and you hadn't noticed it or all those things. What I recommend it, to young writers, no matter what you're writing, read it out loud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now I can't know. I can't think of who I could possibly read it to that would want to listen to me reading an entire book. I mean, I couldn't do that to my wife. It would be a horrible grounds for divorce. Um, uh, but, but 
and, and I couldn't. And, That's and, what and, kids are for. And you can't, and you, how my kids don't read them, and and you, you can't read it to yourself because that isn't the same. You know, you have to have somebody. Oh, well, anyway, but it. it um, and and <laughs> there were there were a couple of typos in the book too, and I thought. Do I have to read the typos? Do I have to read the typos that way and try to make sense out of them? Oh, well. It'd be a good job but, for somebody however, to be the listener. Yeah, Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll go to your house oh, sure that, for four days and I'll listen to I'm you sure that do the book. If, if I was Janet Ivanovich, I could afford one. But um, the, uh, the it, it turned out really well. I, I really liked it. I liked doing all the characters. I loved I loved the experience. Did you do character voices and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You have to. You have to. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. The I mean, actor in you. Any. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. And and it was great. And the main character of that book is more like me than 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 crushes. Uh, uh-huh. uh, so I was I was uh, I could do it. I don't know. It was fun. It was fun. It was great. And I think we've sold like twenty six of them. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. But well, I know, sold one hundred and fifty. But your listeners yeah. will go out and buy it like that. It's called Fifteen Minutes to Live, and it's on Amazon. And you can buy it and listen to it to your heart's content as you drive. It's it's a very exciting thriller. Uh, a lot of sex in it. Very cool. Final question. Yes. So, plays, movies, half-hour comedy, hour comedy, novels. If you had to choose one, if you could only do one, which would it be? Well, I mean, I hope I wouldn't have to choose because I do like doing all of them. I really do. I yeah, really do. I yeah, really do. I know. But, but if I you would had I, to choose. I, I would choose novels. It, 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 you know, it's just... So much more you, you know, so yeah. much more of, of the individual, your individual voice coming through. And, and, and you know, the, the fans, uh, they, they read it and they actually are aware that you have written it. Because, you know, the problem with, with TV and movies, of course, is that they think the actors came up with all the lines, you know. And, and they don't really think that somebody wrote it, you know. No, and then you'll pick up um, Entertainment Weekly and there's that page every week where it's like a montage of actors and, uh, you know, like the cartoon, you know, bubbles with lines yeah. from their shows yeah. attributed to them. And you go, well, wait a minute. Yeah. You know, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence didn't say yeah. that. Yeah. A writer yeah. wrote that. Yeah. 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 I mean, Claude Rains didn't say gambling. I'm shocked that gambling is going on in this establishment. Um uh, it was, uh, well, whoever, it was uh, the Epstein Brothers, right? Or whoever wrote or that. Or whoever uh, wrote that particular yeah, yeah, thing because yeah, there were yeah. like 15 well, that, writers. Well, that's the other thing, of yeah. course. Is it, it, it is sadly true that, that, that a lot of the stuff you hear in, in, in movies is is credited to the the writer who's... His name isn't even on the screen. And now it's, I think that's kind of funny because at the end of the end credits of movies nowadays, they have... And if everybody, you know, the caterers, the, and, yeah. somebody's hairdresser, and the guy who delivered coffee, you know, that sort of thing, but they don't list the person who wrote that scene because he's he's not credited with the writing for the Writers Guild and all that. And that's, that's always struck me as kind of odd, you know. I mean, I, I've I've written I've written some scenes from movies that I my name isn't on that are pretty memorable. <laughs> Talk a little bit um, about uh, your books. It's been great having you. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, these are available on Amazon, and I guess if there is a bookstore, you can you can probably <laughs> find them, right? I think so. I think so. They Talk about what, what are your books well, again? Well, I mean, uh, the the newest one out I have out it was called From Away, 
and it's a non, uh, not particularly a mystery, sort of a supernatural story about uh, a brother and sister who live in Maine, and and there are ghosts in it, and 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 sex, there's sex in it, and and uh, it's 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 a it's a, it's a really good book. I, I, I um, I'm very proud of it, and. Uh, then, uh, like a month before that, I had my third crush book come out called Colorado Boulevard, which is uh, about um, crush is a uh, bodyguard and nightclub bouncer who gets involved in all sorts of adventures in Los Angeles. And uh, Los Angeles is sort of a major character in the books. And, and uh, I don't know, they're, they're, they've, they've gotten good reviews, great reviews, and uh, uh, they have good good write-ups on the back and they're they're great books yeah, thank, thank yeah. you very much it's it's been a joy having you here thank you thank you and there you go that's my interview with thief sutton i love talking to writers because they always have fascinating stories don't they anyway thanks so much to thief along with adam and Susie meister butler howard hoffman john wolfert and randy thomas you can follow me as always on twitter at ken levine why are you not following me yet and if you have any comments or questions you can always email me at hollywoodlevine at outlook.com once again hollywoodlevine at Outlook.com. Back next week with another scintillating episode, I'm sure. Thanks so much for listening. I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hollywood.